Myra leaned in close, pressing her ear to the frozen wood. She remained motionless, listening. Again, silence. Satisfied there was no imminent threat, she began to open the door. An earth-shattering shriek and another loud crash broke the silence. Myra slammed the door. Was that? She shook her head. It couldn't be. Scrambling away from the door, she dropped her candle, which snuffed itself out. God's teeth! Was that a battle cry? Granted, she'd never heard one before, but was not just any shout. Nay, this sound was terrifying. A cry that sent her knees to shaking and her lip to bleeding from biting it so hard. She could barely see. The candles at the altar weren't putting off enough light. What in blazes was she supposed to do? How would she protect herself? Damn those guards! Why hadn't there been any warning? Shouts of caution! Why hadn't the gates been closed? Was it possible that she'd just not heard the warnings? She had been deep in prayer, worrying about her sore knees, and to add insult to injury, she'd needed to use the privy for hours. Had she been that preoccupied? Angered? So distracted that if someone had shouted in her ears, she probably wouldn't have heard it? She took a deep breath to figure out her next course of action. The secret stairways. Lucky for her, the chapel was located in a tiny corridor off the gallery above the great hall. A hidden stair inside the chapel led up to the master's chamber, Embarrassed after her penances, which were often, Myra chose not to venture into the great hall. Instead, she preferred to use the hidden stairs. She knew them well, all of them. When she was just a girl, her father had shown her where they were located, and when she'd once found them fun, she now found comfort in their obscurity. Now they would not only help her hide her embarrassment, but they might even save her life. Myra did regret being sent to Father Holden for having listened in on a very private and political conversation. Her ears burned from hearing all the things he and his allies had said. Worry consumed her. But this was no time to think back on that conversation. Or was it? There'd been a warning, rumours of an impending attack. But who would attack Fowlis? And why? Such an act was foolish. They had excellent fortifications. A stone gate tower was built at the front of the castle walls, with at least a half-dozen guards on watch at a time. Her brother Byron made sure the gate was always closed and most often barred. Their walls were thick, and she'd thought impenetrable. If they were being attacked, there should have been fair warning. The guards could see all around the castle— no hidden spots for an enemy to hide. Her brother's retainers kept guard upon the walls and the lands. This she knew. So how? Then Myra remembered. From a neighbouring clan, Laird Magnus Sutherland had told her brother that they suspected an attack would come from a trusted ally. There would be no warning. Anyone could be the enemy. Except Magnus had warned of one. Ross. Upon her father's deathbed this past spring, 
he'd signed a betrothal contract between Myra and Laird Ross, despite Ross being old enough to be her father. Myra and Ross' daughter, Ina, who made Myra want to pull her own hair out, were the same age. Myra crinkled her nose. Wasn't it wrong to be the stepmother of a woman who shared her birth here? Myra's reaction to the news of her betrothal had garnered her a penance too. Three days in a hair shirt, and her skin had been so irritated she'd not been comfortable in even the softest linen chemise Astrid could find for her for nearly a fortnight. Could it be him? Was that how the enemy had gained entrance without warning? If twas Ross, then he probably tricked everyone into thinking he'd come to discuss the impending alliance between their two clans. Byron wouldn't have suspected an attack, despite the warning.